0: This is episode 500 and <laughs> no, it's not. It's 601 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. I am your host, Mark Cousinez. Today is Wednesday, March 13th. Let me try that again. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 601 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Wednesday, 13th. That didn't go uh, well either. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do it again, and I'm not cutting any of this out. Hello, everyone. This is episode 601. It's no longer special. It's just another episode of, what you may ask, the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Wednesday, March 13th. Wouldn't it be better if today was Friday? So it could be Friday the 13th. It's so spooky. Uh, I am your host with the most annoying ghosts. Uh, That doesn't work. But I am your host, Mark Kuznez. It's off to a great start. Uh, And I will, of course, be talking about more Apex Legends. Probably uh, not much to talk about other than a few leaks that are exciting and that they mean Season 1 might be hitting here pretty soon. But besides Apex Legends, I have the Brave Land Trilogy, which is a pretty simple turn-based strategy game that just came out on Switch, and the... 40th anniversary, uh, the SNK 40th anniversary collection, which just came to PS4 with all of the free games that were added over time to the Switch version. So that's exciting as well. And of course, more random movies. And I'll start with the 40th anniversary of, or the SNK 40th anniversary edition collection, whatever it's called. Uh, It is a collection of 24 games. That are presented very well. The presentation is fantastic. And the games are alright. But it feels very much like. A collection of. SNK games that. We couldn't sell you. By themselves. Uh, Because you're not going to find any Metal Slug games on here. Or many fighting games. There are a few. There's like the Street Warrior thing or something. Maybe one other one. But you're not going to see any of the. More well-known things because those have already come out individually as part of, the, I think, the ACA uh, brand of things. But there's some good stuff in there. The Akari Warrior games are in there, uh, the, the three. Uh, and there are a few other uh, side scroller 'em up type games or There or a lot of schmuffs on there that range in quality. And uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go too depth in depth uh, regarding the games because you know they're they're old games and you either know them and are a fan or have good memories of them fond memories of them or you don't and maybe you'd just be interested in this as a history lesson or what have you a collection of classic games from many years ago the extras are nice there are. A few soundtracks included. I think maybe 10 of the 24 are around there. They have some uh, menus, original art, concept art, stuff like that. But what I really like about the game, presentation-wise, is that when you are scrolling through the games, if you just sit on a game's title for five or so seconds, then to the left of the, the title on the screen, it'll start playing you a video of the game so you can see it in action without having to just launch it yourself on top of this every single game unless a few maybe don't but I'm pretty sure every single game has the ability to watch it be to watch it played from start to finish and you can skip around fast-forward rewind and at any point during this playthrough that's been recorded and played by I don't know who I don't know who played through these games to record them but at any point in the recording, you can pause it and then you can take over control. So you can start at any point in the game using these uh, playthroughs, which is really nice. Uh, it's a really nice feature. You can rewind the game while you're playing with the left uh, with the L1 button and it's just presented really well um, but there are a few problems I have with uh, the collection one being that the emulation is accurate to a fault at times where some games have noticeable frame rate drops and just it it slows down significantly and it hinders the gameplay and sure i understand wanting to be accurate and that there are people probably the people who would be interested in a collection like this would want that in there but in the same way that they have visual filters and whatnot, it would be nice if they had a frame rate option so that you didn't have to deal with that. You know, just because they're old and that's the way they were back then doesn't mean they have to still feel that way. I'm assuming that the the, the frame rate issues are just emulating the way they were and not actual issues with uh, this collection, because uh, it's just a handful of games that it was really significantly noticeable another thing i hate is that the controls are weird at times and and how they've decided to map controls to the controller for some games the one that sticks out most of all is paddle wars or whatever it's called the one that is it's not tennis It's, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's supposed to be like table tennis or something. It's like a table tennis variant where you're trying to score a goal. So it's in some ways like air hockey as well, or, you know, pong with people instead of uh, lines. The way that one works is that you can move your character around, of course, and that's fine. That movement makes sense. But then you can also swing your paddle left or right. And you would think maybe this would be put on the L2 and R2 button or maybe on two of the face buttons. No, you press left on the right analog stick or right on the right analog stick to swing left or right, which is a weird choice. And I didn't actually check to see if you can change the controls the it would be nice if you can and then with some of the shmups, they could have shooting your regular shooting mapped to R2 or maybe to the x or box button, the square button, which seems weird that there's that inconsistency. So control wise in terms of uh, the button mapping, I wish a little bit more thought was put into it and uh that they were more consistent. You know, it it's not like it's all over the place with every single game having its own uh setup, but the fact that it's not consistent across the board for like all shmups or what have you. Uh, is a little frustrating uh but it, it's a nice collection uh and it's nice that all the games that have been released since you know post launch and everything on the switch are already there and compared to stuff like the Atari collection these games are, are more playable now uh there's you know there's some good ones uh crystallis they have the arcade version of most of the games and If there was a console version. They have the console version included as well. Which is a nice addition. And it's just a a pretty solid put together collection. Though at the same time. They're still old games. And like I said. uh, The majority of them aren't games that most people probably care about. Or maybe even remember. Which could be interesting to go back and check them out. But you know it's not like. You're getting metal slug games in here, and a lot of the the fighters that you know. Uh, so yeah, but it's it's a it's a solid collection. I wish more soundtracks were included. They only have Akari Warriors, uh, the third the third one soundtrack. I wish they had the first one, at the very least. But it is what it is. Uh, so yeah, it's it's a collection. So you know what that means. And the most important thing, I think, is, is presentation and stuff like that because you you know what to expect from the games, probably, the audience who would be interested in something like this. So what is most important when I look at these collections is presentation and what's included, like the, the uh, special features and, and bonuses. Another nice thing uh, about the special features is that they have a little like history thing that gives you text and tells you about the history of SNK and like, okay, this happened here and this person did this and whatnot, which is a nice addition as opposed to just having, you know, scans of manuals and whatnot. It, it actually gives you a bit of history as well. So yeah, that is the SNK 40th anniversary collection. And then the, uh, Brave Land uh, Trilogy is a collection of three turn-based strategy games. Brave Land, Brave Land Pirate, and I believe Brave Land Wizard. I played through a a chunk of it. And it's alright. Again, I'm playing that on Switch. It's a fine strategy game, though it isn't too taxing on the brain. It, It doesn't require too much thought. In the grand scheme of things, it's it's a much more simple turn-based strategy game, which means it would be good for younger folk, uh, and it has very uh, kid-friendly, colorful, simple art. Well, that's reminiscent of some iOS games, and uh, in in somewhat the same vein as like uh, Scribblons, you know, very cartoony. Very kid-friendly, you know the the violence isn't bloody or anything, and you control uh, healers and archers and swordmen and knights and all that, and farmers and what have you, and you fight against wolves and golems and other humans, you know their own archers and what have you, and it's fine. It's it's uh, hexagonal grid-based combat, and the and the battles probably take five to ten minutes max so it doesn't take too long it's not like uh the the recent war groove which has matches that can go on for a long time though thanks to the update it's it's not as problematic uh but yeah it's it's fine it's there's nothing special about it it's not a game i will go back to once i finish all the campaigns you know it's just a game that I'll play through here and there uh, and when I'm done with it, I'll be done with it. I do appreciate that it fully uh, it has full touch controls so you can move the characters around with touch controls. You can navigate the menus with touch controls. You can play the game fully using solely touch controls, which is nice. And then playing it with a controller on the TV also feels pretty good and is uh, pretty... Streamlined with the the button mapping and uh, the ability to use these special uh, actions quickly, because the way it works combat is that your character has a certain amount of uh, space they can move, of course, and then they can attack, they can defend, or they have some special ability that they can use once every three turns, I think, uh, with a cooldown. And on top of that, your character can wear uh, armor, and, and get weapons that will make the overall team defense and offense, et cetera, stronger. And they have abilities that build up over time as the uh, people you are fighting with take damage. So every time they take a bit of damage, it builds up a little bit and you can then use one of your special powers, whether it's to shoot down like fire arrows, or uh, make a shield, or make uh, your, some of your characters quicker and, and whatnot, is fine. Uh one of my problems though with it is that I, I never get a sense of the damage that's going on because the way all the characters work is that they're, they're made up of a certain amount of characters. So like uh, you could have a farmer character in the game and they'll have 13 farmers that comprise this one unit. And as they take hell, uh, as they take damage, they'll lose units and everything. I don't get the sense that losing units makes them less powerful or anything like that. It just is like multiple health bars, but I could be wrong. It just it doesn't give me a good sense of what that means and you know how much damage I'm doing to an enemy that and how much I need to knock down one of their units uh, uh, in terms of you know from three and uh, three units to. Two units or whatever. I don't I'm making any. Much. I'm not making any sense. Uh, so that that's a little problematic, but it doesn't matter so much because it is really easy, and I don't have to worry about it. If, it. if it was more challenging, that would be more of a problem. But yeah, it's it's all right. It's nothing too special. Not bad. It's perfectly fine. You know. It could be if you're an older gent or lady with a young kid. It could be their introduction to the turn-based strategy genre. So yeah, there's that. You can't grind, which is a little annoying. Not so much. I it's not that annoying. I just I wouldn't mind grinding for gold so that I could upgrade things more quickly uh, and and easily. Uh, But then, of course, other than that. Apex Legends, which I don't need to talk about outside of a leak, or not so much a leak, just an accidental pushing of the Season 1 to the Origin Store yesterday, and it cost 950 Apex Coins, which is basically $9.50 worth of coins. They removed it very quickly, of course. I don't think any details came out in terms of, like what the season pass included. And there have also been people who have uh, data mined for future legends, but then Respawn came out and said, you know, don't trust these, you know, just take it all with a grain of salt because we did a lot of testing and and tried out a bunch of characters and, you know, their names and what have you and all this stuff is still in the game because we were just... Trying them out, seeing if they worked, if they were balanced and all this. And some have been already, you know, tossed aside, but they're still in there or or whatever. Uh, And the season pass, you know, they're excited that people are excited that it's not ready to come out that day, but hopefully pretty soon. Uh, So that's all good. I won two more games, had some really good matches, and yeah. I continue to love Apex Legends, big friggin' surprise. And then, movie-wise, I was watching Creed one before watching Creed two, and I realized I don't really care for Creed one. It's fine, but I I don't like it all that much. And then watching Creed two it was just like ugh, they can't they can't just let Creed be Creed and do his own thing. No, they have to be. They're just stuck in the past and the old Rocky movies. And I don't give a shit about all that. The first Rocky is amazing. I haven't watched any of the other ones because I don't give a shit. Uh, and I probably wouldn't care for them. Because I, I imagine where the story goes after that would be much less interesting. Uh, but yeah, I watched a bit of Creed 2 and I'm like, nah, I don't care about this. And I watched Chuck of the Wizard of Oz. I'm like, I don't really like this. This is uh, not my jam. Uh it's very theatrical with the overacting and all that. Music's alright, but it's not it didn't do much for me. Uh which wasn't a surprise. I kind of expected that. Uh anything else movie wise. I rewatched the game with Michael Douglas and I forgot Sean Penn was in it. And I think that's the only other really big name in it that I could think of. That's a good movie. That is just a fun movie. It's basically Game Night without the the humor. Or Game Night is the game, but made funny in bits and spurts. Because Game Night was just okay. Game Night's overrated. But the game was great. I enjoyed it. Very, very fun, good time. Yeah. I probably watched other crap. I don't remember. So... I think that's a good place to end this here episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. Because I'm a little tired. Been running around all day today. I got my consultation for my root canal and my appointment. Everything seems fine for a root canal. Nothing. It's it's not worse than that. So that's good. I originally had it scheduled for April 1st, April Fool's Day. But then I realized that was not going to work for me. So... Uh, but apparently the infection and all that is very clean, and something that they said that surprised me that this particular dentist uh, or whatever they are, dental dentist, uh, they said they're going to do their best to do the root canal without destroying my uh, crown, so that I I would just go to Parker after like two to three weeks, or go to my dentist. You don't need to know the name of my dentist after two or three weeks, and I could just. Fill it up or whatever or something, which I, I don't know uh, if that's true or not. But uh if that's the case, that means this will cost me significantly less. But I imagine even if that is a case, that my dentist will be like, "No, well, I don't know what they were saying. They are full of crap. You need to have this crown destroyed." And for us to make a new one, because we want that money. We want it, and we want it now. Oh, give us that money, fucking Dennis. I hate Dennis. I'm sure they're fine people. I mean, plenty of them are fine people. The guy who I met today, super nice. Made me feel way better about this whole situation. But at the same time, they do a job. Their profession is in a field that I think is... Horrible and despicable. It's the worst. Anywho, that will do it for this episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. Once again, I am your host, Mark Ginez. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast, the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, and Attack the Backlog, which are all available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And if you'd like to watch the video version of this here show or Attack the Backlog, you can go over to youtube.com slash pixelatedsausage and watch both of them there, along with anime reviews and what have you you. And if you'd like to check out the art I make, you can go over to pxsart.com and check it all out over there. If you see something you like, click the link and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy the site in general and everything that we do, please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way. And as always, thank you for watching. I hope you enjoy this here episode and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Ah oh.